The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, show number 275 on this February the 6th, 2023. Tonight's show is brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code one four two zero skate at manscaped.com today and save some 20 percent and get yourself some free shipping at manscaped.com today dave two things before we get rolling here uh it was somewhat refreshing not having any actual sports action on the television this weekend like it was nice to just sit back and i don't give that all I gave some of the all-star stuff a, a bit of a, a look on Saturday, a Friday night, and then I, I didn't watch the rest of it. But uh, just to actually just get away from the TV a little bit, not have to worry about content and the whole bit, it was actually quite uh, refreshing to uh, to get away from it for a little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't say refreshing, but it was nice, <laughs> which I guess is refreshing. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was no uh, got to get home, got to make sure this game's being taped even. Uh, you know, I, I, I do know what you're saying. There was uh, time to to do some chores around the house. There was there was no rush to do anything to get in front of a TV. And you know, I I do miss the football. It is a bittersweet week off because we're gonna have to wait till September. But yeah, I I do hear what you're saying. It, it's good to take some time off from sports. And when I say time off some from sports, that's what the NBA and NFL did. Is uh, sorry, the NHL and and uh, NFL did too because they had All Star games, and I watched oh. just enough of that to know I don't want to watch that. We'll get into that later <laughs> on in the show, but oh my god, horrific, horrific! They got to do something about all those. But we'll we'll talk about that later. Uh, how was the weekend, my friend? What, what did you do? Uh, weekend was excellent. Uh, just there was chores. Um, I don't know if I talked about this. My wife uh, wanted to paint the office and uh, redecorate that. So that means uh, Davey puts a roller in his hand and gets to work and, and putting holes and stuff like that, which is, it's it's not a complaint. It's just something to do and it's for the better of my house. And, and uh, we all work together on it as family and, and it's done. Did you curl? And, no, I did not curl the shirt sleeve. Um, the team, three quarters of the team I normally curl with, they're in the shirt sleeve, the Bondsville. They made the B semifinals, so I actually went and watched them play on Sunday morning. Um, they lost, but they won the draw to the button competition. It's like Christmas Eve. Yeah, it is like Christmas Eve. And uh, tonight, you know, well, Monday's a thing. Jasper has ball. You know what? I think I like my I might like a good moonrise more than I like a good sunrise. The moon is one day after full. It was low in the sky and big and fat and round. Well, the, oh, it's, the it's thing romantic. is about the yeah. and I I don't think this is an old wives' tale or anything. But when the when the full moon's out, man, the crazies aren't far behind because I true we, that we I, we had that <laughs> banquet on uh, the PBA banquet on Saturday night. 
that was a lot of fun, by the way. I, we had a really good time there. And I was the, the MC, and I got to tell a lot of old stories. And there were some uh, stories from 1997 that I told in this. The one guy that I was um, besmirching a little bit, he uh, he looked at me and goes, how do you remember that? And he remembered what I was talking about. It was a call that I made and blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, man, I remember vividly about how I screwed something up. And we, had, we had a lot of good laughs on Saturday night at the uh, PBA uh, uh, Hall of Fame banquet, or whatever it was, and it was a lot of fun being uh, being up fourteen twenty style up on the stage. But uh, afterwards, we went out to uh, Brown, so the full moon was kind of out. Uh, we got over back to the west side, and there was some people that I haven't seen. That, uh, we go there a couple <laughs> times a week, and the full moon was out, man. And there was the full moon brings out the crazies, no matter what. And I don't think that that's a that's a fallacy or whatever the word would be. But man, oh man, the full moon brings out the crazies. Oh, they're, they're, it's, it's scientific fact. Uh, there's more births. There's more crime. There's more everything. And uh, the full moon is a, is, a, is a thing. And, you know, put that together with a payday Friday. You got some uh, you got some makings for some trouble. Yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. On uh, Friday night, we went to that Hurricanes game, the Connor Bedard show here in Lethbridge. Uh, the kid might have went out on Thursday night to the top hat or something because he was a little less than impressive. He didn't do a whole bunch. Uh, didn't get any points first time this season that he was held pointless. It was a packed house, so good time. You can tell the kids got talent, obviously, but you got to remember, like maybe expectations a little bit high. Watching a kid who's seventeen years old and everybody's been trying to watch him since. God knows how long now, and uh, yeah, he he wasn't great, but you could uh, you could tell the pressure getting to him a little bit. It well, was it was it's it's one game, and you can't be on every single no. night. And 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 who knows how long this roadie is? I don't know if they're on their way home. They're done. They played in the hat yesterday, and they went back home last night, kind of deal. So yeah, those road trips can take their to- take their toll and and that kind of thing. And so it was, uh, you know. If you're gonna hold the the Hurricanes held Bedard off the score sheet, it's still lost and then the they, fucking and hockey then game. They still lose the goddamn game, right? Like it's it's weird how that works sometimes with that sports. Yeah, no, it was it was a fun night. The place was packed. Everybody's having a good time. It was about geez, uh, halfway through the second period. Mike Tarnes sent me a text message. I, I didn't I didn't know he was going to the game, but he was there. That big toad, and he. Uh, he said, "Man, it's such a difference in 25 years ago when we used to come to this rink on a on a, a Friday night and looking for Rocky Thompson to beat somebody up, and how things have changed uh, in the game of hockey and everything else." Because he might Tarnes is a, a big dude, and he was a, a fighter when he played hockey too. It was a, it was a, yeah, it's thing, how things have changed so much. It was, it was cr- crazy. Like everybody was having a good time, but it's just funny in the the years that I've been going to that barn, like 40 years ago, to what it was on Friday night when it was." stick them, fuck them, kill them hockey to what it was on, on Friday where the skill level, is, it was unbelievable to watch. Yeah, d- different times, different things. And it, it must have been kind of fun going to the rink. Jasper was there as well. He went with a buddy of his. Um, just being there when uh, it's a little bit electric, right? Yeah. There's there's excitement in the air for no particular reason, right? You're seeing a prospect. That's it. That's it. A kid that might, a that might do something. Right. Yeah, like he's a no, kid that might do something. A seventeen-year-old kid playing hockey. And it's uh, we talk about that all the time with both these these prospects and prodigies. It's a kid that might do something for a bad hockey team. You that's, know, that's selling out rinks wherever he goes. Yeah, no, it's crazy to watch. Uh, anyways, this weekend it's Super Bowl week now, Dave. We've been gearing up for this since uh, well, we started talking football back in 
I think uh, late August, for sure, early September when the season started, uh, Super Bowl week's upon us. One of the big storylines is the the brothers, Kelsey, playing against each other. Dave, I'm going to set the over-under because actually last night during – did you watch the Grammys last night? No. I watched oh. more All-Star game than I did Grammys. It, was I, just- it actually wasn't too bad. Like DeAngelo, DeAngelo's an award show person, so we watched it last night. Where we're having our Sunday night Scrabble game. How old are we? But uh, yeah, good it was, for you because all I needed to see was tribute to hip hop, and I said no, thank you. It was actually entertaining. Like that, that was actually the best part of the show. And I'm not a hip hop guy, but it was actually good. Like there were some like oh, okay. all the songs. I was I, I was bopping my head. It was good. It was actually really good. But uh, what was I talking about? Doesn't, uh, doesn't did you watch the Grammys tomorrow, brothers? Brothers, brothers. Kelsey. Their brothers Kelsey are playing. They uh, the the over under uh, to see his mother on the television. I think what what's it with the, on the broadcast at Bodog or BetUS.com. The, the over under to see his, their mom on TV's got to be like nine and a half. It's got to be in the first half. Well, I know we're going to touch on it on Thursday, but we're going to look for that on BetUS.com. That that prop bet. How many times the mom makes the telecast? Yeah, it's crazy. Like this is the first time in in NFL history, or I think maybe even sports history. We'll get into that in a little bit. But that championship game, like usually, it's a series that two guys have been playing against each other, going head to head, two brothers. Man, that's got to be tough for the for the family. It's it's got to be. You can say it's not, but it's got to be. No, I I, I actually completely disagree. Because a, you're walking away a winner. B. Your heart might burst with the pride that you have in, in the accomplishments of your children. It's like like I'm at the Super Bowl to watch my children, two of my children on the field, on opposite sides, two totally different positions, making it by their ability from small schools. I, I think the immense amount of pride she would be they I, like it's always the mom right it's always the mom yeah it's Jer- always the mom half and half like, jersey whatever she's gonna be wearing and everything yeah and i don't yeah. know i don't know if their dad's on the scene or anything but i i have seen this things on twitter with her mom with their mom and honestly like the the she'd be walking on air and and she and like you know i can't watch i can't watch i'm watching every single goddamn play because that's the joy of it. When the Eagles are on offense, she doesn't have to watch, right? <laughs> because oh no, 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 she does because oh, uh, he's a center. Because yeah, he's a center. Sorry, I was. So that's actually the good thing about this is that they won't physically be playing against each other at any time right. in the game. So she can kind of cheer for both teams, and whatever happens, happens. She can just blame the defense and say, "Yeah, good enough." That was it. Wasn't <laughs> it? Wasn't my boy's fault? It wasn't your fault. It wasn't Jason or Kelsey. It's neither your fault. You guys did your jobs. So if they score a bunch of points, somebody's defense didn't did, do their job, and that's probably what she's hoping for. Yeah, she wants to see both her her sons play a good game and walk away healthy. And she's going to be in a, a winning locker room and a, lo- a loser locker room if she wants to tomorrow night. You wonder what the team has mandated a little bit to say like when did because they have a podcast that they do it's called uh, what the hell is it? New Heights podcast it's everywhere I'm sure it gets a million downloads a day but uh, you wonder what what the two teams have said for the for the protocols to say okay you can talk with your brother until because in the end of the day you your opponents you like you, you wonder what the 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 protocol is and how it's all going to, to shake out because 
um, you probably shouldn't be tilting beers with your, your opponent uh, the, the night before the football game or two nights before or, or hanging out or whatever it is. Because no matter what, like these guys are, they could be best friends. They could be, and this isn't even the brothers. They could be best friends. They could be uh, lifelike old schoolmates or whatever. Eventually you have to have a bit of a, not a hatred, but a, a dislike, I guess, to play, because to, football is a violent game. So you got to kind of put your, your, your uh, happiness aside, I guess is what I'm going to try to say. Like, you wonder what the teams are, are like when they go, okay, that's it with your brother, man. Um, I would be disappointed in the Kelsey's or anyone else that has this kind of relationship. If the team actually did have to step in, both those boys want to win so bad, so bad. And they understand how big the situation is. They understand that it's unique and they know that this doesn't happen very often, but they want to win and they don't want to be looked upon as turncoats or, or affecting the outcome of the game anywhere else than aside from their play of the, on the field. So I would imagine the coach or somebody has said to each of them on the side. Okay. So like, just like, I got to ask, let me know when's your last podcast. And then, Let's go forward from that. That's it. That's all. That's see you later. I, 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 yeah, I don't think it has to be anything official or 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 that kind of thing because at the end of the day, these these guys are playing the sport for the ultimate prize, and you're so close, and you never know when you're going to get this opportunity again. Like this one might be a little bit easier than like let's say if there was the Kachuk brothers playing against each other in the Stanley Cup Finals, where it goes four, maybe seven games, right? So a one-game winner-take-all situation for the family might be a better situation compared to, say, if if Matthew and uh, Brady were playing each other in a seven-gamer. That'd be that'd be a tough road for the family to. And they're both the East Eastern Conference now, so it, it can't happen. But uh, for, for the Stanley Cup, but that would be a tough road to uh, to 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 go down because man, because that, that could last two weeks where. It, Parents, families, and everything else is a bit split up. These these these, these families are so, are so close nowadays in comparison to what they were forty years ago. It'd be it'd be tough, man, to go seven a seven game series and the, the the emotional roller coaster that would that that would be for sure. Because also in hockey, like even in a game and then carrying on to 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 the subsequent games, one of the brothers takes a run at the other. The, uh, they not have the other, not, not the other brother, but like a line mate or something. And now, you know, the hate's brewing between the two teams. And now you're in game six and the, 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 the stakes are a little bit higher. And then you might actually punch or cross check your brother in the face, not even actually realizing that it's your brother, because that's what I do when someone messes with one of my teammates. It's because it's a Donnie Brook when I get. I like that word, Donnie Brook. It's a Donnie Brook when, when that stuff oh, happens. Yeah. Eh? Like there's just a mass of people and arms and feet and sticks just swinging, and not as much as it used to be. It's the Flames game tonight's an exception, hell of a game tonight. But uh, the uh, when you just grab a guy and you're just punching for your for your own life, let alone your your your, your teammate's life. Man, you don't know what could happen. If it ends up being your brother in a Stanley Cup playoff game, man, that'd be something different. I remember when I was quite young. Uh, when I say quite young, I want to say 16. My brother is uh, a, uh, a year younger than – he's two years younger than me, but he's he's only one year calendar, if that makes sense. He's one year and 11 months younger than me. 
So even though I'm two years older, he always played on the team right below me. Yeah. And so we would play occasionally and uh, at, at the elite level. And at one time, I, I don't remember the specifics, but I remember taking a massive cheap shot and dropping him like a sack of shit. <laughs> and then I like and I did it without realizing it was him. And then he was down and he was like holding his ankle and I'm like, oh Jesus, sorry, sorry. And I felt I felt sadness in my heart at that second. But it just shows you that once you're once you're in a game, because this is a grudge, this this was a grudge match game. Yeah. Uh, like you know, the young guys are always playing harder against the old guys. Oh yeah. And we thought it was a, gonna be a cakewalk because when you're, you know, 11, 12, the 12 year olds just stomp the 11 year olds. But once you're like, you know, 16, 15, it's it's definitely a a, a more competitive game because not everybody's bigger and stronger anymore at that age. Yeah, like me, me, my brother, he's uh, five years younger than me, so we had that situation come up. Uh, I mean, we were a little competitive uh, when different things we did, but uh, not nothing like that. And he's actually in Philadelphia tonight. He had a, he went to the uh, Flyers Islanders game. He, he said uh, the uh, streets of Philadelphia, it's it's all Eagles everywhere, er, everything. It's it's, ab- it's absolutely crazy. They got there last night, and he said it's absolutely nuts. Even at the game tonight, they were chanting, chanting "Let's go." Uh, let, let's go Eagles at the Flyers game tonight. So he says it's it's unbelievable that the atmosphere in Philly already, and it's are only it's po- only Monday, right? So are the poles still greased? Like, did he get grease on his hands? Is he I will. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll ask him after the show. They're out and about having a good time tonight. Maybe having a cheesesteak or something tonight. Or maybe they went to Rocky Balboa's old bar. But uh, no, it's, it, it's, so yeah, good, good on Mike to be out there. But yeah, it's uh, tell him to stay off the pole. Well. <laughs> I don't know if I, I gotta watch how you word that, Dave. I might come to one of might come up to one of our next sponsors, actually. But whatever. Uh, no, it's uh, like you, you got like you look back over the years, and, and like in, in football, there's been a few, a few guys, a few opponents who've been uh, brothers and everything else. But the ones that stick out in my mind, obviously, are the Sutter brothers because there was six of them at one time in the National Hockey League. Uh, and we're not talking about how Daryl's coaching now. That's that's uh, where we beat we beat that one to death. But if you think about when those guys played hockey each other, like the the uh, two, it was Dwayne and Brent played for the Islanders, and then Rich and Ron when they got done here in Lethbridge, they played for the Flyers, and so they're they're in the same division. And so night in night out, man, like there was a there was a good chance brothers were playing against each other twice and a Darryl, week. Yeah, Daryl is in Chicago, yeah. right? Yeah, so there was. There, yeah. was Sutter, there was Sutter on Sutter Crime. And Brian, for, Brian was in yeah. uh, St. Louis, I think, right? So there yeah. was Sutter on Sutter, Lovins love uh, every night of the week against each other, playing each other. Like, you just wonder what kind of family that was and how they uh, would – how that family dynamic must have worked must have been interesting. It, 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 it would be so interesting, like, because, you know, this is just two, and you never – to have four active five – Five, six, I think, at one point. Five, yeah, five active. Five for sure, maybe six. Siblings playing yeah. on a day, on a nightly basis in the NHL. I, I, I couldn't imagine what that was like because that's a contact sport. Like, if even if it does happen in baseball, it's different because there's really no chance of 
actually a brother punching another brother in the face, right? Where in a hockey game, it's it's a real possibility because they I, I couldn't imagine how many times they punch each other in the face on the farm in Viking, Alberta. Nonstop. Nonstop. There was constant roughhousing. Like, I don't think roughhousing is the word for it. Like, I think it was an absolute fucking mayhem. Yeah, like, just, man, I couldn't imagine the grocery bill there. Like, the whole thing, the Sutters is, well, yeah, around here, that's legendary. It's 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 legendary stories and, and everything else. But you just, yeah, the, this Kelsey thing's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I hope the media doesn't get too caught up in it, and they always do. I hope the media doesn't get, and, and it's on Fox, correct? I, I hope that yeah they, it is Fox yeah I hope they don't just beat it to death because that can really like when like talk about it for for the first two minutes okay let's play the rest of the game there's still there's still sixty other guys out in the field that might be their only Super Bowl they they were playing and let, let let's let give give the other guys a little bit of uh, light of day just because these guys are brothers doesn't make them any better or any worse than anybody else I I hope the media plays it okay good show show the mom. I think the over/under in the first quarter is three and a half. Actually, she'll get more. She'll get more airplay before the game starts than she'll get during the game. Uh, depends. It really depends. Like, so if Travis, uh, it's Travis and Brian. Whatever. I'll just say the the chief Kelsey. Every time he scores a touchdown, they're going to show her. If um, the Kelsey, the, Travis and Jason, Travis is in KC and Jason. Oh, and Jason's yeah. the center for Philly, right? Yeah. If he gets a holding penalty, they're going to show her specifically on a big play. So, you know, the the better the better the eagle Kelsey plays, the less they show him. The better a center does a center doesn't get much attention ever. Uh, yeah, like right. they might show him when he gets a holding penalty or something like that. Yeah. Whereas whereas Travis gets a gets a glam shot every time he scores a touchdown or makes a big catch, right? So so there's there's definitely a sexier position out of the two. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you just it'll it'll be up there on Bodog and Bet US a whole bit for sure. Yeah, so we're gonna go for play, sure play gonna find it. We'll, we'll figure that out on Thursday night. But so what's what's like so when it, I'll put my line is they're gonna show her five and a half times during the game. Okay, she'll be before kickoff. But it doesn't count like it counts from kickoff to final whistle. That's my parameters. Okay, so one of the teams is going to win, obviously. So they'll show her then. Right? So that's one guarantee. But that's after the whist final whistle. So that doesn't count. No, it'll be before the final whistle because most football games are, are done before. Like, yeah, true enough. True enough. R- rarely, rarely are, are football games ever decided on a, a last-second touchdown uh, or field goal. So one there at the end before the final whistle. She's going to get one after the first kickoff because they're going to say first time in, in NFL history. So there's two. Travis Kelsey gets a touchdown. There's three. The pitcher of the two guys is four, five and a half. Well, yeah. So, like, so we're both five and a half. Then. Yeah, I think Are five you, and a half. Uh, so you're over or under on that? I think over five and a half. Okay, then I'll go. Well, no, we can't because it's our it's our team account. So yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm cool with over showing her five. So uh, 
switching topics a little bit, like uh, you mentioned, like, are they going to beat this to death? They're going to beat everything to death because well, we got this do. whole friggin' week. And then the pregame show starts at one o'clock for a six o'clock kickoff. They're going to beat every story to death. What gets more attention? The Kelsey brothers in a Super Bowl or black on, uh, not black on black, I'm sorry. Um, black quarterback, black quarterback, two starting black quarterbacks thing. What gets more attention on uh, the the two black quarterbacks gets early love, early love. Like that's like the one one thirty kickoff. Like that's the one thirty talk on on the on the telecast. Yeah, that'll be big. They'll they'll have that that because it, it, it is a big deal. It's odd, like it's odd that it hasn't happened. But then we broke it down that Tom Brady was in all these Super Bowls for how many years? So there's ten years where there couldn't have been right. So uh, I think that the the the, the, the two black quarterback gets a lot of love early. And then that one goes away, and th- and it's sad to say. And I'll like it's our show. I can say whatever I want, but uh, it's sad to say they don't give it late love because of the the kickback that they'll get from other people online. Do you know what I'm kind of getting at? No, I I kind of do. I like because you got to be careful of um, when I say they, I mean the broadcasters and and their audience, right? You you. you it's. I think it's I like historic is a little strong, and I always hate using that word. But yeah, historic, historic is when like the fucking World Trade Center got went down, and and, and Titanic went down, and that, <laughs> right. but that's historic. Yeah, this, this, this is a game. This is a game that just you know, I it, like it happens to be uh, two black quarterbacks, which is it, it blows me away because we've had. I think it was I, I saw the thing, it was the 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 Colts versus Bears. That was the first time there was two black head coaches. And that was uh. fifteen years ago. And you know, so like forty years ago, what would you think was gonna happen first? Two black head coaches in the Super Bowl or two black quarterbacks? Excuse me. I would have thought in, two, in I would have thought two black quarterbacks just because you would right? totally think, right? Yeah. And and it's odd. It, it is odd and, and I hope they give that 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 topic the uh, the attention it deserves because first time's first time and and it it, it kind of it, it 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 blows me a little bit away that this is the first time there's two black quarterbacks going against each other and, and the, the reason why I think that they'll do it early is and, and and not and they'll talk about during the game but during the um the, the pregame stuff they'll they'll do it early. Because let's let's well open to, uh, we'll open the elephant in the room. There's a lot of racist people out there, David. Like that, and there's no getting around that. And I'm not oh. and I, like I, we can say it here in our show. There is, and I, if you're if you're a racist, that that's your own prerogative. I don't think it's I don't think it's right, but that's what you are, and whatever. But there's a lot of racist people, and then later on in the day, uh, if they are having they're on their 48 Miller Light of the day, watch pretend to be a football fan. They're going to get online and be social warriors, social warriors in their own minds, and they'll get on- online and say rotten things. And I, I think that these these networks are smart enough that they'll like, okay, let's let's try to keep this positive because the more we, and it's, it's unfortunate, but it's just the way things are that they'll they'll try to keep it away from the Twitter machine, the Facebook machine, or whatever, and they'll, they'll say, okay, if we don't if we don't draw the attention to it at the inappropriate time, it'll be better off for the story. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. It's it's not going to be a fair and honest 
discussion. Well, they, they, they know they, that that's not true. What I just said, they can have a fair and honest discussion on TV. And I don't know if you're going to change minds because of course, like we're, we're fools to say racism doesn't exist and, and, and we're not Americans and we're not, we don't know we have our problems with racism here in Canada. Don't get me wrong. But I don't understand the, the dynamics, especially in the South. I don't, I, I can't even think to understand what it's like at all down there. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So the, the, the. And we're not besmirching Americans. We're just, this, this no, is just no, fact. No, no, no. It's, it's just, just what it is. It's just and, fact. And yeah. for the network presenting this eight hour uh, pregame show, they got to be, uh, cognizant of the fact that they um, they need to keep as many eyeballs on the screen as they can so they can present what they present without offending and if someone's going to turn the channel they're going to turn the channel but and, and that's all you can do just you know present the story it's it's, it's historic like I don't it's historic <laughs> that's all there is to it and it has to be recognized and it, it blows me away that it's it's happened in this late in in yeah. my football life, yeah, it's 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 just yeah, just we, we talked about we touched on it a bit last week a little bit there, yeah, it's, it, but you still think about it just because you think of all the the great uh, African American quarterbacks over the years, and sometimes things just don't line up. I mean, it's it's and it's, it's too bad that we can't say it's the first time it's two Jewish quarterbacks or two two Ukrainian quarterbacks, but it's too like you know what I mean, like it's just it's just too bad that that this, this is still a a thing and not the worst. Me and you are social justice warriors by any means on the fourteen twenty podcast or anything, but no, it's it's something that needs to be addressed. It's 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 not uh, it's 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 crazy. Like it's actually just crazy. But it's uh, one of the storylines going to happen for the Super Bowl, and uh, I'm looking forward to the game. I think it's going to be a hell of a football game. And uh, like I like I said, I don't I don't have the the volume on for these things very much, so I probably won't even hear anything. But uh, I think it's going to be a hell of a football game. What's your early, what's your early prediction? I I don't I can't see Kansas City winning this game by less than fifteen. Really, that much? Kansas City's gonna if if Mahomes is ninety percent, Kansas City's gonna kick the shit out of him. I got the Philadelphia Eagles winning by six. Oh, I'll take that bet. Like and that, that like, like that's why like I can't believe why how the line is so tight. I can't believe it. Vegas and I'm not going to go so on because... Both of us everybody... don't know a thing. Because if, if Vegas is saying it's that tight, no. it's, going be, it's going to be that tight. Yeah. We don't know also, yeah, I don't know a shit thing. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of funny. I have here on our talk about... We were going to talk about brothers in the in the, in the the championship game. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about brothers. Oh, yeah. Brothers and brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's quite funny. I think it's kind of funny. No disrespect. But... Yeah, brothers and brothers. <laughs> brothers and brothers. No, that's good. No, it's uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's interesting week. Like they're already doing the Super Bowl since Monday night. Blah blah. It's 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 got to be tough. We'll get off this in a second, but I was just thinking about this. It's got to be tough as a player or a coach or management or coaching staff that they have to try to get in some kind of a a, a flow, right? Because they're 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 at the 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 the, uh, the host city earlier than they usually are. Like usually they fly in on Fridays. They're there already. They're doing this. They're doing that. The media is huge. 
and it's the biggest game of most of these guys' lives, right? It's got to be tough for these coaches to try to curb the enthusiasm and and try to get into some kind of a game game week flow because it, this isn't normal. It's not. You're right, and you know, as you were saying that, I knew where you were going with it. it, it that must have been such an advantage for the Patriots. They were right? used this to it. Is, they were used to it, like to to go to ten of these games, like and and like obviously the first couple are are different, but then once you actually get used to the rigmarole, if it's your first time and don't have anybody to lean on, you know, and that might be a I I think an advantage for the Chiefs as well because these guys I won't I, well who knows with the turnover in the NFL right now, but there's a there's a a group of the Kansas City Chiefs that is have played in three and one one right so they know what this week's about and and i think that can help a team with their their mindset and know what they're going into and then when it's time to bear down and 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 forget about all that other crap that goes on behind the scenes if you're a a 27 year old man dave with uh about i don't know 19 million bucks in your jeans uh what day are you uh what's the last day during super bowl week where you uh you might just slip away and get into her a little bit last week wednesday that far back eh? you bet i'll get there well like i'll get there when the team gets there and then maybe a cocktail or two on uh on friday but then that is it i want this ring this is why I'm here. I got the box. I want this ring. I want this ring more than anything in my life right now. Tuesday. Like, I'm getting in here tomorrow. Oh, then you don't want to win. Oh, or yeah. You're, or you're a kicker. No, no. I I think just blow off some steam, turn the brain off for a little bit, get in there. Like, not like four in the morning fucking getting into her, but like just go out and have a good time and enjoy it and go out and see what the festivities are about in, in Phoenix and have a good time. Have some, have some, like, so you like too much to drive, but you're not passing out kind of thing. Yeah. Bucket of yeah. wings, whatever. Have some beers. Table a few jugs of beer. What, like you know, like I'm, I'm getting into her a little bit. Like a, I'm not like, yeah, pissing my pants, yeah. drunk or anything. But I'm, I'm having a good time. <laughs> You're not going home with strange. Uh, well, yeah. no, I'm not. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not the simple fact that. Uh, you the in the past history of uh, NFL football players, they usually end up with a prostitute, end up in jail right before, <laughs> right before the Super Bowl. So I, I don't think I'm doing that. I would, I, I would be after getting about, nominated for Man of the Year too. I would be, I I would be smart of that but... one. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'm not doing that. But anyways, uh, I no, don't think you'd be allowed to. I don't think the team's letting you get after it tomorrow night. You're under lock and key. Hotel, hotel bar. Yeah, possibly. I, I would imagine that they have hospitality suites for the team to hang out, maybe play some video games and shit like that. Um, but you do have to let your hair down. You can't be prepping all the time, but they have so they their meeting rooms and then maybe they're having like um an uh NHL twenty twenty three team tournament tonight or something like that. And playing that's Madden what they, or something. Playing Madden or something like that, doing whatever 
well, and they're kids. Like 90% of these people are in their 20s, right? So they're they're playing video games. They probably have some kind of back in my day when I was working up north in the oil patch. And at nights we would have uh, Tekken was our favorite fighting game. And some days we would we would have tournaments that last a week. Okay, you got to fight you tonight. You got to fight you tonight. I bet you there's someone. I would hope someone does that. That'd be fun. Get everybody there on the Thursday night for the championship game, and it's good team bonding. To use the best whatever fighter Halo. Nothing bonds a team together better than a box of Bud Lights, man. Like seriously, just like yeah, just a, a, a yeah, get into her. No, I think you got to give video games a chance. Like, yeah, if there was a, like even Mario Kart, I bet you there would be like everybody would come in there, sign up for the Mario Kart tournament. Because it's easy. Anyone can play it. My mom could probably. Can- I don't even know who you are anymore. Like, I don't like this is just by I'm, I'm, I'm highly disappointed in you, David. Well, you got to come here right now. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually watching my kid play video games. <laughs> And it's Halo. That's what you're playing, boy. Yeah, that's what he's playing. He's playing Halo. Oh, and I'm, and I, I can like he's he's having fun and he's quiet and no do that t- with a group of guys. Oh, Tuesday, Tuesday night, go find yourself a Hooters in downtown Phoenix and get in. Or, <laughs> are those even no, a thing anymore? Out of the public eye, I think who I think the restaurants are kind of done, aren't they? I didn't mind wings at Hooters actually. I thought they were terrible. They I, not the bread ones, the the, the naked ones. I, I like those quite a bit, actually. Yeah, you yeah. know, there. Yeah, I was in Edmonton for a while one winter, and and that Hooters, I did dig it, but I was also twenty two. So. There was this uh, when I was in Daytona Beach, and then when I was in uh, Kissimmee, Florida, for umpire school. There was uh, the the Hooters would seem to be the go to place. I don't know why, because <laughs> you were. 20. I was it was I was twenty two or whatever it was, yeah. right? So no, I I quite uh, yeah. Beer was always cold. Scenery was always good. No, I, I it's a perfect business plan, really, when it comes down to it. If you have uh, guys like you know, I I don't know if I would want to go into a Hooters now anymore. I would feel creepy. I think the last one I went into. I wouldn't even know it was before I was met my wife. Well, that long. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I, I was in one in who fuck me gently. I was in one the the night that Boise State beat Oklahoma. That's where I watched that game in Colorado. That was the last Space, Colorado. time you were there? That's when, the I was, that's when I was in Hooters for sure that then. That was at least like that was 15 years ago. That was before I met was, my wife. That was about 08, 08, 09. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's, yeah. So we're talking 14 years ago then, now, was, right? And then there might have been one other time, but I, I remember that one vividly. It was Colorado Springs, Colorado. It was great. It was got a great time. <laughs> New Year's Day, beers flowing, whatever, and wings and beers and whatever. Good, great football game on. Anyways, that's enough talking about Hooters and wings and beers and. We should find a Hooters, Dave. Well, we'll make some calls. At Hooters, if you're looking to sponsor somebody, we're, we're always looking for a couple of bucks. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beers for us, talking a whole lot more. Brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420SKATE. Skate. At Manscaped.com. I will bet you if you went to every website on the internet and put 1420 and then whatever in there, you'd get something for free. 
It's close. Well, they say enter promo code here. You might as well try. Give it a shot. Give it, Give a, it shot. a shot. You never we're know. Trying. You bet. Anyways, there. Yeah, good. Okay, 1420s. Escaped. Escaped. Oh, escaped. Okay. At manscaped.com. That's right. <laughs> Wasn't one of our cleaner entries or exits. <laughs> 1420 Sports Bar Podcast is happy to have teamed up with Ruckin' Sports just in time for the holiday season. With golf, baseball, softball, lacrosse, and soccer training accessories, Ruckin' Sports has all the home or gym training gear you will ever need. Each product is designed to stand up to the most rigorous practice settings. Use promo code 1420RUCK at checkout and receive 10% off your purchase at Ruckin' Sports. Ruckin' Sports was founded by athletes for athletes and all their products are engineered to the highest standards and come with our fair play guarantee and a lifetime warranty. Go to rocket.com and look for holiday gift ideas for the weekend warrior or the serious athlete in your life today. Once again, that's one, four, two, zero, R-U-K-K for 10% off at checkout. When you purchase from Rocket, you come to win. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by RexMD and RexMD.com. Go use promo code. Actually, this was different. Belly up. We'll do the read after Dave. Use, <laughs> use, go to RexMD.com slash belly up and get 90% off all of your uh, erectile dysfunction needs today at erectile or, or at RexMD.com. This one's new, so I'm a little out of practice. Anyways, Dave, uh, trades happen at the, at the uh, NBA trade deadline's coming up. The NHL trade deadline's coming up. It makes for a hell of a mess. The teams want to get better. They can't get better because of salary caps and on and on it goes. And then you think you can make a trade, and then someone, uh, a GM or a, a capologist on a team, does a little deep dive onto what the player A's contract says and player A contract says he can be traded, but player B says, Oh, I got a no trade clause. I personally would never, ever, ever give a no trade clause out to a player. Not for one second. What if it saves you $500,000 a year on cap? I'll sign for like so in the NHL. I'll sign for four point five for five, with a no trade with a limited no trade, or I'll send uh, I'll sign a five, and you have I have no no trade clause. If it saves you five hundred grand on the cap, I do it in a heartbeat. Not not for one second, not for one second, because if you're already holding me hostage for that contract and for everything else, you aren't that loyal to my team, anyways. You don't care. Not a chance. I'm ever. Oh no, ever. for sure they don't care. But like, I, like I'm under uh, as a general manager, I'm totally under the un, under the assumption that they're playing for money, not for a chance at the cup. They have no loyalty to the franchise. They have a loyalty to a paycheck. They have a loyalty to their stats. They have a loyalty to their teammates, whoever they might be. But their 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 ultimate loyalty is is to their bank account and what they can make in their limited playing career. How do you think they sell that to the GMs? And yeah, okay, I'm I'm in, I'm all in, but 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 and then like but I'm giving you fucking life altering money. You want you want something else? No way, man. Okay. Then uh 
yeah. So how how how's the Arizona uh, Coyote franchise working out for you, GM Brent? Well, that's like not, like yeah. fuck, like on like like what you said. Like I I get I understand what you're saying, and like that's an emotional response, but it's it's not it's not legitimate in today's business sports world. It simply isn't. But what 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 I don't understand is that these guys are. They're how do I word this properly? It'll sound like a complete dickhead. They they're making a lot, and we're not. I'm not against what guys make. I'm not. I am not. I think they're all underpaid, big picture. Because if these owners are, are spending that kind of money, they have more money to spend. They they are all underpaid, every single one of them. But if you go to me, if if I'm giving you a commitment to give you that kind of money and you, if you play well, I'm not trading you. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to, if you don't, if you're, if you're as good as you say you are, and if you're as good as your contract says you are, why are you worried about getting traded? Backtrack about 15 years when Matt Sundin made that exact commitment to the Toronto Maple Leafs. And he gave his heart and soul. He was an MVP. Is he in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Uh, yeah. So a Hall of Fame player Too many for states. the Toronto Maple, Maple Leafs. In the last year of his contract, the Maple Leafs went to him and said, hey, would you waive that no trade clause for us, please? Because we're not good enough and we want to trade you. And he said no. And people got mad at him. Maple Leaf fan got mad at him for not waiving his no, no trade clause no, that's right. to get some draft picks. So, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. I I totally get it. And, you know, like you just said, the league just the, – the team just asked you to commit this amount of your time and your professional services to us. And if you ask for a no trade clause, you're not committed to us. And then in year whatever five or six of the end of Matt Sandin's contract, the team reneged and went to him and said, "Hey, we were wrong. Thank you for your thank you for your service. We'd like to get something on the back end." Fuck you. Now, no, I I agree. I would agree with you. The, the least fucking botched that one. So, and that's why I would never give one. I would never give one because you know what? Because so, someday that guy's going to be. He's going to be at the end of his career and say, "I'm, I'm we're getting rid of you." Because every, every you run out of games. Once again, you run out of games, right? I talk, I, I, I talk about it week in, week out with you that you run out of games and you're not as good as you used to be. So the, the team should have a, and that, that's why I would never give it. I would never have a. A second thought about giving one, and because you eventually you aren't going to be good enough, and especially now with these long-term deals that they have now, they're not three and four-year deals anymore; they're eight and ten-year deals. Like that one, that one uh, Horvat signed yesterday with the Islanders. He ain't going to play that out. No chance. Like, like Lamarillo's eighty and nine years old already. Lamarillo's going to see the end of that contract before Horvat will. <laughs> Yeah, no, and that's possible. But what, like, what I kind of want to go to that, like, so as, like, so, like, let's just use this Aaron Judge contract as a, as a, for instance. I'll never play it out. Oh, I, I get it. Yeah. But then, so, like, you have a full open. You trade me to anybody, like, so it's a what, an, an eight-year contract deal? Was that what nine? It was? You Seven, got nine. Nine. Okay, so nine. So for the first six, I have no control. But then for like uh, year seven, I have five teams 
You're eight and nine. I have ten teeth. Because now you're trying to dump me, and I'm not going to be a show pony for you. So, you know, I can give you ten teams, either ten teams that I would refuse to go to or ten teams that uh, I want to go to. Whatever. You pick your side. But, like, you're not going to control the asset of my contract because now I'm aging out of my contract. And you want to get some draft picks for me. No, that's you not, know, they, Dave, that's, that's not a bad idea because the, the team could use that too because, it, it, like, okay, let, let's get the most out of this guy for, for six, seven years of a 10-year deal or an eight-year deal, whatever whatever it, whatever it is. Who cares? Because that's what these contracts are. They're like they're front-end loaded. quote-unquote last contract of your playing career, yeah, right? They're front-end loaded, and they're great. So, like, the, the thing is, is like it's not a bad idea to say, okay, you know what? I gave you the more money than anyone was going to give you this year. Six, seven years from now, you could probably get more or something, something, something. And you might not want to be here anymore. And you know what? If you want to leave, you can leave. So then have the no trade after after six or after five or whatever it is. Like it, like it, it, I think that that's a that's a really good idea, and that's how it should go. Because these it, the the one league that does that doesn't have no trades, which is strange to me. There's like one guy, and I didn't even know his name until today. Uh, Bradley, I don't even know his name. Uh, for Washington. He's the only guy in the NBA with a no trade clause. There's one guy, and those guys come and go as they please in that in that league. So it, it's it's. I thought that that league would have a no trade for sure because those prima donnas they get away with murder in that league. I think we should have a full like segment. We don't have the time to even get into it. How much the the it that's a player run league. It, it was kind of a funny thing. Um, I read today. I I know we're going to talk about it later on, so I will be quiet. Um. No trade clauses over anything should be just another bargaining chip, either for more money or 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 control of your your own career as a player in the latter stages. Because you know, Boston's on a run, and now you're gonna they're gonna have some cap room, and now you want to go there, but someone from Boston is gonna have to go the other way now, right? Like fuck, come on a I'm in a history-making team right now, regular season-wise, and now I got to go to the fucking Coyotes to play the last thing and miss my ring and miss the party and miss everything. You know, even as a... There's going to be a, a middle contract guy that doesn't have a no move that's going to get ripped out of a ring. That is shitty that it comes down to that sometimes because you have guys that, that put their heart and soul into a team for years and then they, he's maybe uh, lost a step or two in the National Hockey League, especially where the game is so fast now on the skating and everything else. And if they, if they have a, a team that, that is struggling, they can go, well, you know what? Um, player A is better than you. So we're going to get a deal and it's going to help us out because you're a free agent, blah, blah, blah. And you might be having a career year at 24 but, and, and contributing to the success of the team, but because they want that bigger piece and you still have three years left to control on your con con contract, now you got to go play for... But the thing yeah. is, it's not very often where these, these deadline deals come in come in very handy like it's not very often where the, this guy puts you over the top right and well, he, no, I, no i get it but there is players that get moved away from it yeah you know what i'm saying like they they, they go from the successful team to the dog yeah if i was a gm i i, I would i would stay away from that a little bit i mean if, if that's the the 
I guess it depends who it is. Like it, it depends. Like if you if you're if you're one of those guys that's really good, not kind of good. But if you're really good, okay, we'll I'll give you a no trade and whatever, and then we'll ask you to waive it because most of these guys they end up waiving it anyways because they 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 want to play for a win. They want to go to right? a winner anyways, right? You so yeah, he, you got in the NHL right now. You got uh, Taves and Kane. I think Kane might go. Taves probably won't because he's you know not doing a whole bunch. But you, you, most of these guys waive it anyway, so I don't see what the big deal is to, to even offer it. It's a chip, right? I don't like. I I don't know. It's nice to like as a as a someone that always roots for the players and the players' rights. I do. Like, oh, hundred percent, Dave. I'm a hundred percent. I, I, I like to play. I like the players having some control of of uh, and having some say in where they might go to. Reason why you brought I brought this thing up today was uh, you sent me that to link earlier on today about NHL cities that uh, players. Uh, probably wouldn't go to. We'll, we might do a top. I said we'll do a top two or three for each sports league. We we don't know enough about basketball to even even talk about it to to say which NBA teams you wouldn't go to. Uh, one I wouldn't go to. I wouldn't want to go a LeBron team or a Kyrie team or a uh, who else? I'm trying to think of one more. Just, just try to sound so smart. not even so not even cities in the NBA. I don't want to play with that guy. I don't want to play with that guy or that guy or that guy. <laughs> Because cities are cities. It doesn't matter where you are, it's who you're with. It don't matter where you are, it's who you're with. I'm I not do. playing with that guy or that guy or that guy. I'm not. So no matter the sport, is that that how you that's how you that's break how it down? I would do it. So yeah. That's so, how I would do it. Like, no matter what, you it's it's cold here, it's cold there, it's shitty here, it's shitty there. <laughs> so if Derek Jeter was playing for the Cedar Rapids water fountains. I want to play for the Cedar Rapids Water Fountains. Doesn't matter where you are, where you are. So you're with me. There's a Hooters there too, man. We're good. We're good, man. There's a Hooters over there. No, like, like it's, it's not. It's I. I. It's, I don't think. I think here's one thing. Like, I think of all professional sports. I think the NBA. We can't even compare that to it because we don't understand it that's, enough. That's I, a whole other life. I would like to spend, like, from what I know, I one of these days I, I do want to spend a lot of time talking about the NBA and what I think problems are with the NBA. So let's not do it now. And so when we say – We'll get our um, sound guy, Jim, on now. He's a big NBA guy. We'll, we'll have him on. And, and so and when he, we – And he'll tell us what, what what's right and wrong with the NBA because he actually knows. Okay. Well, then we'll get him on that one too. So, Jim, be aware. You're on call. We're going to talk about the NBA. Just the NBA. Now what's right, now what's wrong. But so in in uh, Major League Baseball, you uh you got three teams. You you are not gonna go to the and oh. and here, so here you're signing an eight year deal. You have a a, a three team no trade for year six, seven, and eight. I guess you don't know what those teams are gonna be. So but so what I'm saying when I say that is I wanna remove the guys you wanna play with card. We're no, talking, no, I'll, I'll, I'll play the game. It's, I'll play the game. It's, it's easier to play the game. I will. Pl- I'm not playing in Tampa. No Tampa. I'm not playing Even though Tampa. You, so you got a chance to win there, but no. Okay. They haven't won. No, you, you don't. But you might be the piece. <laughs> We're in the fucking mascot costume, man. Jesus. Fucking Tampa Tommy, whatever he's called, probably down there. I'm not playing in Tampa. 
I'm not going to. Oh, I'm not going to Cleveland. And I'm not going to Boston. No, you know, I, I no, I go to Cleveland. I like that ballpark. I'm not going to Tampa. I'm not going to Boston. And I'm not going to be a Minnesota twin. Houston Astro. Houston Astro. Astros? Astro. I'll be a twin before an Astro. I'm not going to the Marlins. Oh, I forgot about them. Yeah. I'm not going to um, the Nationals. Be- not because uh, of any recent biases that that's the Expos. I'd go to the Expos. But I'm not going to the Nationals, so I'm gonna I'm gonna harvest that uh, that grudge until I die. And I'm not going to Pittsburgh because that's the shittiest fucking owner in the league. Yeah, that's a good point too. Yeah, but so there, the, there, 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 there's there's I'm not going to Oakland. Yeah, like there's yeah, like it's it, you know I, I I didn't think about uh, Oakland either, right? Because they, they got a dog park. Maybe I'll change the Nationals to the A's. Because I don't want to play there with a bad owner and and a dog shirt ballpark. All of it. Because yeah. you know, even Pittsburgh, they like everything I read about that. It says one of the best parks in the league. Moose has been a, there a number of times. It's, it's unbelievable. But it's an owner that's committed to not to, giving a to shit. To not about, spending money. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. NHL, I'm not going to. Oh, where am I not going to? I'm not going to Montreal. Too much pressure for for a team that's going to be bad for a long time. Uh, I'm not going to Montreal. I'm not going to. I'm not going to the Islanders because I don't want to be the baby sister of uh, or the baby brother of the, the the Rangers. And I'm not going to the Phoenix Coyotes ever, ever, ever. Yeah, I got that too. The only one you and I both have on the list is Arizona. Like, because why? You know, unless it's my last contract. But if I if I want to win and want to capitalize on my earning pot- potential, that's where I'm going to hold this uh, conversation to. So I'm not going to Arizona for the same reasons. I'm not going to Toronto for the same reasons you don't want to go to uh, the Habs. I think that's too much pressure. High expectations for, for, for low, uh, low return. Yeah, and there's no chance I'm ever putting on the Canuck jersey. Man, I could not. They got all the expectations of Montreal with zero history. Zero. Yeah. Oh, that's a train wreck. And then, like that, like I said earlier on that that Horvat signing yesterday, like eight and eight and a half is. I mean, it's a life changing money, obviously. But I can't see why the Canucks could have made that happen on their own. For sure, like like it's just like get me the fuck out of here because like was he were they were they thinking that Horvat. Uh, no, I no, I have no idea. You're, like, you're, you're the Canucks. You're right. You're the Canucks. Yeah. I'll stay here. You're right. I'll stay here for less money. That's a, yeah. Why, why wouldn't I? <laughs> All the, yeah, like, like literally like it's, it's the same expectations as Vancouver. Uh, sorry. As, as the Habs and Toronto, but you're the Canucks. Less travel closer to home. Cause he's from, yeah. he's a London, Ontario kid. Less travel, closer to home. Yeah, done. done. Yeah. So yeah, so your 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 list your list and my list were very similar, but um, 
Yeah, for Arizona and Toronto for the same reason as the Habs. And it's just like Canucks because you have so much you're you're under the microscope way too much, way too much there for being a, a franchise that's that's kind of Cleveland Brownie. We'll get on to that right now, Dave. Three NFL teams that you would not go and play for. Myself, I would never f- play for Dan Snyder and the Redskins. He's going to be selling that team. But whatever, that guy is toxic. I would never play for the one stars. And I would never play for the Carolina Panthers. I got Cleveland. I got Dallas. No, I would play for Dallas. I'm a Yankee guy. So same thing. It's the same, the same franchise, really. It's, it's, similar, it. it's similar. It's similar, not the same. It's similar. It's similar, yeah. Similar. I would, uh, okay, I wouldn't play in Cleveland. Uh, did I say the Redskins? Sorry, I meant the Commodores. They're the same thing. The Commodores, Lionel Rich and the Commodores. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the Commodores. <laughs> Lionel Rich was on TV last night in the Grammys. Man, he's got <laughs> yeah. talent, that guy. Oh, man. And like, and like, so is someone actually standing strapped to his back, pulling his hair back to make his face that tight? No, that was, uh, that was the Holy other one. Uh, Holy no, does he um, have tight skin. No, no, that was, uh, oh, what the fuck is that guy's name? I'll think about it in a second. But yeah, that's uh, Tears of a Clown. Uh uh, Smokey Robinson. Smokey Robinson. Oh, yeah. You know, I, you know, I understand it. Smoke, I understand. Smoke people... needs smoke needs less work. Smoke, smoke don't look too good. <laughs> I understand that these people are in the public eye and they want to look good. They want to look young. But Jesus Christ, when you're 75 years old and your face is just, it, it looks like someone is grabbing your hair and pulling it with a fucking. Rubber band, like I don't get it. Like, stop it! Don't do that. Like, at least get your work it's done. Terrible. Get some Botox, but oh, don't it looks get these faceless. It 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 offends me. Well, it, actually, it, we'll it, talk about the next segment here. But who, okay. who looked really bad last night? Shania Twain. It's just a cartoon character. Anyways, yeah. Uh, the Jets, Cleveland, and oh, one more, one more, one more. Arizona is just irrelevant with everything. I think it. I think for a lot of reasons, I think Arizona would be a fun place to play. But just to um, just to be relevant and not like nobody's uh, people who live in Arizona aren't from Arizona, so they don't have emotional ties to the team. So I don't think there's a good backing there, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, like no one's from or like like no one's from LA. Yeah, locals. There's no die. There's no diehard Arizona Cardinal. Fans. Yeah, so that that's my three. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, that's my three. Yeah. There's anyways, diehard Brown fans, though. I, I understand that uh, you know Jim, and I get it, Jim, because I, I I like as a Bronco fan, we beat up on Bernie Kosar and his shit stains back in the day, but Cleveland's fan base is kind of a little bit legendary. It's it's like Pittsburgh without winning. <laughs> yeah, never won a thing. Never won a thing. The uh, the Cleveland Browns. Hey, I'm not. I'm not playing Cleveland. Not football. I think I, I. I think I would. I think I would. And like you know, once again, we're we're taking taking away the molester out of that equation. I think I think the franchise itself. I think the fan base is actually kind of awesome. They got a dog shirt owner, and they have 
a dog shirt owner that hired a molester to be the face of the franchise. Disgusting. Anyways, it's Dave, uh, you gotta you gotta reap one of our newest sponsors. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You know, I was thinking. You know, do you remember way back when when uh, Sammy Sosa was taking batting practice and he that bat broke on him? It was a cork bat. You cork know why bat. it was a cork? Do you know why it was a cork bat? I have no idea why it was a cork well, bat. Well, it was a cork bat because he wants to put on a little bit of a show for the fans. And so, like you know, on that line, as a man, and and <laughs> I'll tell you why I'm laughing in a minute, fellas. Do you sometimes need a little help in the bedroom? Sammy Sosa needed a little help in batting practice. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors at Rex MD are here to help you make this the best night of your life. Erectile dysfunction is a common medical issue that has over 30 million men in the U.S. deal with every day. We've had these nights where we all get a little nervous, just need a little cork back. The doctors at Rex MD will evaluate you online. No office visits needed. And they'll ship the medication directly to your door um, in just in time for the big day. With RexMD, they're here to help and provide you with real FDA-approved medications at a fraction of the price. So just like Sammy Sosa, when you need a little pop in your bat, get to RexMD, and the promo code is coming right after this break. There you go. Dave, Dave's first reading did it did wonderfully. Put a little lead in your pencil at RexMD today. BellyUp.RexMD slash BellyUp.com. We'll put it on the, on the show notes. Okay, and that's why, like, so I had to read through, but I didn't have the promo code. Yeah, there so, you go. Uh, that's why. Very good, David. I'm proud of you. Well, you know, I try. I got to pull my weight here. Like, you know, it's, it's just not all about you. Even though it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting it's simple go to seatgeek.com or the seatgeek app they have tickets for all sports going on right now as well as concert tickets to shows throughout north america and to make things even better use promo code 1420pod that's 1420pod and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase once again, that's promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more, as always, brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase to go to watch the Dallas Mavericks and Kyrie Irving basketball. Dave, I saw that news came across the wire. I was listening to the Michael K show on ESPN radio uh, on Friday that he was demanding a trade. I want out, blah, blah, same old, same old. I'm not playing. Dave, what would, if you're an owner of a team or a GM of a team and this, I mean, the guy's a generational talent. He is. And like also we're a basketball podcast tonight. Would you ever, ever take a flyer on this cat? Not for not for much. I would never ever sacrifice 
first round picks or any kind of future considerations for my team, I'm doing someone a favor to take <laughs> the black plague and put that black plague in my in in my uh, locker room. I call him the black plague. For those of you who follow me on Twitter, I responded. I think that's the best nickname for Kyrie Irving because he comes in and kills the culture. Just kills it. Like you, you look at a guy like Kevin Durant, who actually seems like a pretty decent dude. And he, so he went to this team with the Nets, and now he's gone and he's gone. He's like, what the fuck am I doing here? He, he recruited two head cases. He thought they had the same desire to win as he did, and he didn't realize that these two guys were head cases. Houston Rockets did everything in their power to let uh, Harden lead them to a championship. And he did deliver, and then he won it out. Kyrie Irving won a championship as a young player with uh, because of LeBron. And he said, I can do that. He can't. He can't. These, some people just don't fucking get it. And Durant doesn't fucking get it because he was going to be Steph Curry in Brooklyn because he was willing to be the man on the playing field and let Steph Curry be the man that holds the locker room together. Durant, I think, thought he could hold the locker room together and do what Steph Curry did in Golden State. He can't. And that's become apparent when you get egos together. You need a big dog. And when you got three people that think they're the dog, you're gonna it's gonna fail. It's crazy. Like this guy just in and out of the lineup and decides when he plays, decides he's not gonna play, and then like whatever, he doesn't want to play there anymore. That's that's one thing. But he quit on his team and he says, I'm out for whatever reasons. I don't know the reasons. I, I, no one ever will. He's got he's got uh, a lot going on between that seven or eight inches between his ears. But you you gotta think like why would another GM or why would another um owner say, Yeah, let's pay this guy Twenty million bucks for the rest of this year, or whatever it's going to be, and then next year, and then not knowing if he's going to to last the season. Is it just a a, a a thing that we want to win a championship, and if it happens, it happens, or if we don't, oh well, I got lots of money because it's a toy, anyways. It's kind of funny about that. Um, the NBA money is so different. Uh, the the money involved with the players is is so much more than any other sport for any other elite player. The owners are powerless to the whims of the player, and NBA more than any other sport, it's like it's like a pack of wolves. You need a leader. You need a clear, definite leader. When we think about these super teams, like right, like um. In in Cleveland, it was clearly Lebr LeBron. In um, in Golden State, it's um, it's Steph Curry. In those years with uh, the Lakers, it was Kobe Bryant. It wasn't Shaq. And when Shaq left, it wasn't whoever else. It was Kobe was the leader. Jordan was clearly the Bulls. Um, Celtics was clearly Larry Bird. In Miami. With uh, LeBron and Bosch and Wade, 
people might want to think it's it's uh, LeBron. It was Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade won one before those guys got there. And Dwayne Wade got them two more later. Dwayne Wade, that was his house. And he let those guys come in his house. And LeBron, he hadn't won a championship from that. But, like, he, I, I think this, he learned. This, this could sense? sound ridiculous, Dave. Like, look, we're not basketball guys. At, like, we're, like, we, we I watch when it comes down to, 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 to push and show. I watch the championship games and stuff. But, Look like LeBron's going to be the come tomorrow night or next or the next night. He's going to be the all-time leading scorer. He's going to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, this might be is LeBron's career because he's lost a lot of NBA Finals. Is LeBron's career kind of a not a bust, but a man? No. He's he's I'm not gonna put him goat, but I'm gonna put him really high up there. He's a lamb. He, yeah, what what is goat that an acronym? Lamb, what a... oh, well, okay, no, I was hoping for a, <laughs> a nice acronym from that. No. Um the you know what? I remember when uh the Lakers with Pat Riley were winning championships when I was young, like in my teens, and and Kareem's last 10,000 points like is Jesus Christ why doesn't that guy retire I thought he was so shitty I thought he was so shitty I didn't get it I didn't fucking get it because I couldn't go back on and see how how awesome he was on uh on YouTube I, as I've gotten older it's kind of neat to to just see how dominant of a player he was mm-hmm. when he was with the Bucks when he was with the Lakers for the first couple of years because at the end of his career, it was like, Jesus Christ, get this old skyhooking motherfucker off the court. And I didn't respect his talent, and that's on me. But I didn't have Google to go and look up. I didn't have Wikipedia to look up. Yeah, you know? he was good. I, and I'm, I'm definitely not going to the fucking library to read up stats. because I Have you watched Winning Time yet? Oh, yeah, I love that show. Awesome. Oh, it was yeah. awesome. You know, and, 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 and it's nice to see the greats. I would like to see something... You see these 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 clips come across like for me on on your Twitter feed about the greats and to see rare footage of their actual physical capability because when I saw these guys play once once a week or in the NBA Finals it's it's, it's not enough like you know I had when I was when I really enjoyed basketball and wanting wanting to watch as much basketball as I could there was no place to watch it. Like on 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 CNN uh, Sports Night and in ESPN Sports Center, and that's it. That was it. And I certainly wasn't going to watch the fucking Box and Spurs play in 1989. Like when it was, that was on on Saturday afternoon basketball. Fuck that shit. Yeah, and, no, it's basketball of all sports. They need a dog. They need a clear, definite leader in their clubhouse. Yeah, like it's going to be like I, 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 I try, I, I, I do try. I, I, I actually like it, but I just don't. I can't follow it enough because of, I just can't. I, I actually like watching uh, NCAA basketball. Um, and that March Madness is coming up. We'll do a poll. We'll do a, a pool again. But bas- like the, these guys, because there's there's such prima donnas compared to other sports. And, and 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 if you're a basketball guy and you and you, you besmirch me once again for saying that you're wrong and I'm right 
these guys are prima donna motherfuckers and how they just bounce the team to team and i i'll play here um they they don't play they need, they need more more and more um off days and rest days and me days and everything else like there it, it's 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 almost embarrassing almost in comparison i agree and like and, that, and that's i can talk for a long time of the problems of the NBA. I don't have a lot of But it's huge. Like it, it it's so big. Like it's it's so ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. Like, like there's, there's there, there isn't one the, there, there isn't one NBA player who's a working man's hero. Not a name brand, maybe on their individual team. But you know, there's there's a guy that gets three minutes a night. That's making eight million dollars a year. Because what the Barkley has that guy he calls street clothes. Ben Ben street, ben, ben Wallace. Ben Wallace calls him street clothes because he wears street clothes morning morning wears the uniform. Yeah, making thirty million bucks a year. Oh yeah, no. Like I say, we we gotta have a, a what's wrong with the NBA show. Like we can go, go on forever. Jim, you're up pretty soon here. We'll do it after the the NFL season. Maybe next Monday night. I know you don't work Monday, so we'll have you on next Monday night. Uh, anyways, Dave, would you rather to finish the show off? Uh, I have a would you rather. I was thinking about the Super Bowl and you know how many people come to the Super Bowl, and you know I I actually went to uh, an uh a. Uh, aftermarket ticket distributor and the cheapest ticket the cheapest ticket for one was five thousand dollars us i i don't fucking get that i don't fucking get it and whatever i don't i don't care if my team i would never pay that money for any game ever ever even as a millionaire what's the most but, you pay for a ticket or for two maybe for two or whatever it's you're gonna be pretty ashamed of me. It, it was like 120 bucks a piece. Oh, that's fine. I say fuck that. Like I'm not. I don't need to be in the building that bad. I don't let my fandom. When I was younger, like inflation adjusted, it would probably be worse because actually that was in the 80s when I played 120 bucks for a ticket. So <laughs> inflation adjusted, that would be a lot more now. Um, so as to my would you rather on that note, so like you get to go to whatever games you want, regular season, Super Bowl, like you just go to your seats. Yeah. Would you rather have VIP parking dropped, um, go inside underneath, take the elevator in a suite? Or would you rather go through the security line? Would you rather sit in your seat? Like whether it be in the in uh, the three hundred level or whether it be at four level, um, it's not always the same seat. But for the rest of your life, would you rather be going to the the suite, or would you rather be mixing with the fans? Mixing with the fans, hundred percent. One hundred percent. You know 100%. that. Hundred percent. The suite would be awesome for the regular season. But come the playoffs and games that really mean something, you want to be with 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 your community, your clan. The vibe. Uh, like I'll, I'll do a, a Yankee thing here. It's getting close to baseball season. Anyways, pitching and catches reporting next Tuesday. Uh man, Dave, you, you, you 
there's a routine that happens at Yankee Stadium where you hit, you go, you go to the tavern first, and you go to stands, and you go to to Billy's, back to tavern, into the Hard Rock, and la da 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 da. There's a there's a routine that happens, and there's a lot of people over the years that I've I've met and become uh, acquaintances with, and and you know where you're going, you know what you're doing, and standing in line for like that. 10, 12, 15, 20 minutes, whatever it's going to be. Uh, you have a few laughs uh, and it, that, that's all part of it, man. And you have some beers with people and sitting in the stands when, when you be, when you pretend that you're um, that guy, you're not a fan. You're not a fan. I'm not saying that Billy Crystal's not a fan if he's in Legend Suites or in, in, in Luxury Suites. I, I mean, I would love to have a Luxury Suite wherever. It would be great, but being in the stands with people, that's what makes the game better to me. That's the best part of being a sports fan. Yeah. Is this 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 shared community yeah. and feeling the energy of the person beside and you. And talking to somebody then, beside you and bitching about something beside you. And you, you may you might not see that guy ever again. Like ever again. And you might miss a play or two because you, it takes you 20 minutes to walk up, take a piss, and come back. Yeah. As opposed to being like 20 steps away, you're never going to miss a play or anything like that. But you're not high-fiving a stranger in front of you, behind no. you, right? Like yeah. and hugging. No. Sit, like, you know, the, the, sitting, the, the energy. Sitting in the, in the grandstand or in the bleachers or in whatever behind the, the backstop. There's nothing better. Like there's there's nothing better. Or at a hockey game, you're amongst the fans. You're amongst people. And if you're walking, well, even on uh, what was it on Friday night, walking around the uh, the concourse at NMAX, the Sportsplex, you walk around there and you see people you haven't seen in a long time, right? Every no, no matter every time I go there, I see someone I haven't seen in 20 years, and we have a laugh and a high five and see you later and blah blah blah. If you're sitting in your in your box. You don't see anybody else but the, the people that you saw at work today. Exactly, it, it's ex- right? you're seeing exactly who you want to see because I picked this person. I picked that and, person, and, and it's the yeah. same twelve people every game, every time. Yeah, right. No. You know, and you have a visit, and you eat your popcorn, and do this, and you, you, you know, like I say, like during the regular season, that'd be an absolute treat. But when the games actually mean something, yeah. you want to be with your clan. I, and, I think. Yeah, man. Like it's uh, if you, if you were like I'll go back to Yankee Stadium. If you get uh, if I get luxury uh, legend suite three times a year, if I was in New York, hundred percent. But the other seventy eight home games sitting in the stands, that that's where I'm sitting. Yeah, I I one hundred percent agree because there's just something. It's just so nice being part of community and and cheering for the same thing, and like it, it's I. I gotta guess it's a lot like church where everybody's feeling the exact same thing instead yeah. of faking it, right? You know, at church, half the people there are faking it, right? And when you're at when you're at the game, everybody's there for the exact same exact reason. same reason. No, it's yeah, you, yeah, you're not going there because you have to go there. I think more people fake it at church than than they fake it at a, at a sports event. Oh, one hundred percent. 
I faked church for 20 fucking years, man. Yeah, no, there's no getting around that. There's more bullshit getting thrown around a fucking church pew than there is in a fucking baseball game or a hockey game or a football game. Jesus. And that says a lot. That's saying a lot because there's a lot of shit getting thrown at, uh, on the wall at a football or a hockey game or, or a baseball game. There's no getting around that. Yeah, um, but it's all truth. Yeah, it's all true until you, you, you talk to the guy three three aisles down. He says something else, still more true than what's getting thrown around a church a church pew. But anyways, and everybody wants to be there. No one paid to go to church. Oh, at least no. I didn't. Someone does. Like the doors are open for a fucking reason. But yeah, there's a lot going on. on my we, dime. We've uh, we spent two and a half years not talking about religion in the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast, and I don't think tonight's the night to start. Anyways. Dave, uh, fun show tonight. We got a lot. To, we, we we solved some problems, created some more. Uh, what do you got going on the rest of the week? Uh, well, I got work. I got curling. I have oh, Bachelor Week. My 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 dear wife Kaylee is going away for a conference on Wednesday, so it's going to be just boy boy. Uh, for three whole days, this week. Is he practicing his umpiring? No, fuck no. He doesn't practice umpiring. He practices baseball. He had the best exit velocity at baseball uh, hitting camp tonight. I'm going to convince Jasper somehow, some way, he should be an umpire and forget about the. Uh, the I, 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 I haven't seen him play, but I, but the world. He has umpires. a better chance of making the bigs as an ump than a hitter. Is that what you're saying? I didn't say that. I, did. I didn't say that at all. You did, actually. I didn't say that at all. <laughs> I think the chances are infinite. Like a ridiculously better to be an umpire. Oh, to be a professional umpire at this stage of his life, I think he has a better chance of being a major league umpire than being a major league player. Well, we should work on his skills. He's, I, I think he's good. I think he's got a chance, man. Well, and I appreciate hearing I think that. He's, he's, I, he gets it. He gets he's, it. He's a good student. The only, the only thing I'm worried about is the first parent that gets in his face. I'll take care of that. I know you will. We uh, we had some discussions. Me and Jasper have some plans for the for the spring. Anyways, we'll the, make some calls. Anyways, the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beers, four stock, and a whole lot more. Take care of each other. More importantly, take care of yourself. You need your own. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? And uh, Jim, I want you to get your NBA defending why this is a good sport shit ready because we're going to talk about it. Don't swing at high pitches, Jim. We'll talk to you about the NBA in a week or two. Thursday night Super Bowl special. We'll talk to you guys again on Thursday night.